I made a jingle. Are you ready for my jingle? This is how it goes. Dementia can be a funny old thing, like not using cutlery when you're eating. It's walking around the streets, holding a cup of wheat, and putting three buckets of sugar in your tea. It's telling people to piss off when you're having a bad minute and forgetting your way home from the chippy. It's putting food in the wardrobe like mouldy coleslaw and gone off ham and chucking the entire contents of your house into the garden and slamming the door. Bam! I hope you like my jingle and now we'll start the episode. Hello and welcome to Dementia Adventures and Other Stories with me, Charlotte. And me, Melissa. Uh, this is the last episode uh, of the podcast. Um, because we have not run out of stories, but we have exhausted our funny stories because Grandma is in a home and not having the best quality of life, I'd say. She just either sits, sleeps and eats minuscule amounts and that's that's it, basically. She doesn't really open her eyes these days. No, she stays in bed a lot of the time. She's really thin, eats like a bird. And even more so. Even more so. And doesn't, um, so even if you try and give her a tea, some days she'll eat it, some days she just won't. The other day, mum said she was giving her a tea and she'd just chuck meat on the bed, basically, because she didn't <laughs> eat it. <laughs> but she gave her a biscuit and she ate that. See, she's still got a sweet tooth. Her day to day is she gets, she's always cantankerous. But even more cantankerous when she has a water infection. Which she has quite a lot because, again, she's having very little intake of fluids and food. With dementia, nurses try and get as much fluids as possible into dementia patients. It's easier said than done because they just don't drink. They forget to drink. And grandma makes it a little bit more difficult um, for herself and everybody else involved. So... The most she gets is from biting the metal straw. Yeah... Uh, or biting fingers and hands and whatnots for anyone from anyone who gets in the way. Yeah, the occasional headbutt in your direction. Kicking, she's still kicking, quite literally, quite literally. <laughs> uh, she's got quite a grip on her as well, so if your hand or arm is in the reach of her hand, she'll dig her nails right into you and she pulls funny faces at you. I was giving her some food the other day where... Mum was bad cop with the main meal and I was good cop with the dessert. But even the dessert, it was a piece of cake that just took forever to eat and swapped it for some chocolate mousse instead. And she'd just um, pull, like, angry faces at me as I'm feeding it to her and she'd snatch the spoon away. But she'd still eat it, which is interesting. And then she'd randomly smile at me and then... Pull her face again, not really knowing what she wants. It's like when you do that thing with babies and you like hide your face and you go, yeah, and you change your face so that you hide it and hide behind, come behind a box and go, well, I do peekaboo, but it's just someone behind the scenes pulling the strings. Yeah, she's um, she's deteriorating quite rapidly. I feel like she's deteriorating more than other dementia because she gets dementia patients that are. Like, they could have the same sort of lull for, like, 10 years plus and not change. Yeah. Whereas since 2018, it's not even been 10 years. Well, 2019 when she was officially diagnosed. So it's not been that long to her yeah. deterioration, like, to this stage. For every year that she's been diagnosed, it's been sort of, like, a main issue. Mm. Like, at first it was, 
trying to get her to admit it, and then when that was because she wasn't going to, it was just sort of like trying to manage it, get her to have a medication and just like her to eat, and then it was into the care, trying to get into a home or like have carers around, and then now it's just to like keep her hydrated and keep food down and, and try and prevent water infections from happening so often. Last time she was in hospital, the doctor said that she didn't have long left. I think she surpassed their expectations. She was a lot worse in hospital, though. I think they've just taken one look at her and gone, yeah, next, and just sort of made a a brief assessment and then moved on, because there's not much anyone can do. And I think they've just... I think she's more of a fighter than we give her credit for. It's interesting. I don't know whether she still knows who Mother is or what, really. She certainly wouldn't know. I was. Yeah. Um, or you, for that matter. No, well, she calls me, Charlotte. She has some phrases. We've just got to keep her comfortable now, basically, and that's that's all we can do. We can't do anything else. We know there's no cure, so just uh, deal. I feel like we've already lost her. I think we lost her a long time ago. I think we lost her before she went in the home. Yeah. They do say it's like grieving twice, though. Mm. It's been a journey. Mm. Caring for her, though. Certainly has. Certainly has. <laughs> We've had some wild times. Oh yes, oh yes, as we have mentioned previously. Yeah, I do wonder what Grandad's thoughts would be if he was still around to uh, witness the situation. He met his demise at Grandma's hands, but there you go. <laughs> I, don't know we, I don't know if we've mentioned that story. Have we mentioned that story? I don't think we have. So basically, Grandma ran over Grandad. Knocked him clean over. <laughs> Melissa was in the car, so she can tell it better. Off, off you pop. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a malicious intent. It was more. <laughs> she just forgot where her ex-husband. I mean, it's very important that he's an ex because that that is quite an interesting detail. I mean, I reverted to my ex-husband, not current husband. And makes been, it slightly more juicy. They've been any, divorced, you know, been divorced thirty odd years. Yeah. Uh, so yes, she was more. She was in the car. She actually come from a wake of her friend's husband, um, so like you know, <laughs> giving ideas. No, um, she was giving her neighbour a lift. Uh, she'd come home early, and um, she was taking me home, and we went past her neighbour and her ex-husband, granddad, uh, and she offered them a lift. And she must have thought in her head that my granddad was in the car because she the heard door. the door go. So like the neighbour, Yeah. And, in fact, my granddad opened the door to let the neighbour into the back seat and then he was going to go around the other side and get around the other side of the back seat. Um, you know, the gentleman that he was. Um, and then another car came down the road and she got flustered. And she was like, you know what, I've got to move. She didn't actually need to move at all. Um, but then reverse, and then we just heard this thud. she's like, oh, where's Jim gone? Well, <laughs> Jim is on the floor behind your vehicle because you've just reversed into him. Um, so yes, that was that was fun. That was shits and giggles. <laughs> it really is all shits and giggles. So someone giggles and shits. So yes, that was an interesting story. That was, that was a good excuse for actually for not doing your maths homework 
if anybody needs one. Uh, my grandma reversed into my granddad. That's why I'm a maths homework miss. And you had a teacher um, there was... to prove that uh, you were, in fact, in the collision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we took a picture of him when he was in the little booth in uh, A&E. We made sure to get the clock in the picture so that I could go to my maths. Yes, I was in A&E. Look at me. I'm there. <laughs> um, just as, like, evident. She didn't, she didn't require that. You know, covering all bases, just in case, always prepared. It so, yes, that is the story. The, the, the shortened it, version. The reason it was funny is because it was Grandma Renova, her ex-husband, and the type of story you couldn't make <laughs> up and should be in chat magazine or something like that. And the nurses were yeah. in fits of laughter. They were, they just couldn't believe it. They were laughing their heads off that Grandad had been run over by his ex-wife. Yeah, even the paramedics were like, his ex-wife? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's, inter- that's an interesting point to this. It is, it really is. Yes. Uh... And the poor man had never broken a bone in his body. He broke his elbow and broke um, his hip. He was, how old was he? And he's a... Was he 82 at the time? He was 85. 85. Because I told them the wrong age for him, and I was like, I've just aged you. <laughs> and we saw him, just added a few more years onto your life. He, didn't seem, he, he seemed more in pain than anything at that point, though. It didn't seem bothered. I was like, this would be a good story to tell Auntie Anna. It was indeed a good story to tell Auntie Anna. It was. Auntie Anna's granddad's sister, by the way. Um, he also was sadly passed away by now. Um but the why is all our materials going? But the um the <laughs> what well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so granddad so the the reason granddad died wasn't because he actually got run over, it was because he was still very much alive when he went to hospital. Um he had his elbow his, his elbow? He had his elbow fixed. He had his elbow fixed and he had a hip replacement, he had a walker, he was going down the corridor by himself with his little zimmer frame, and all was well with he the world. He was he recovered quite quickly actually. He was only he was like four weeks, wasn't he? And he was walking about. So uh, that was all fine, but then and he'd been moved to a rehab facility, so out of like the main ward. Um and we remember going around and we had like photographs taken in his room, didn't we? we were, like looking into the bathroom going, Oh, look at the bathroom. Um and then we got a picture of Grandad with his walker walking down the corridor to get his tea at the dining table. Um but then he was only in rehab for two days and then he got um pneumonia. And the reason that killed him was because he only had one and a bit lungs and because he had T B when he was nineteen and meant that he wasn't surviving pneumonia. But in a way, this was pre-pandemic, so it's probably good that he died when he did because it would have been horrendous for him to go through the COVID pandemic and be isolated in his little flat all by himself. Mm, true. And if he'd have got COVID, that would have been even worse. Everything happens for a reason, so they say. Um, and I think Grandma pretty quickly forgot the reason why Grandad died. I don't think she remembers the fact that she ran him over. I think she very quickly forgot him, to be fair. Yeah, I think Let's so just too. do that chapter. Rewind. Yeah, because we were showing her photographs and stuff and she didn't quite comprehend who he was in the photographs, I guess. But yeah, so that's that story. Amusing, one of the stories that you couldn't make up. No, you really couldn't. But I distinctly remember she had a newspaper a few years prior, years ago, and it was this husband that had burst into his wife and she'd died. 
And I distinctly remember thinking, oh, God, that's a very niche experience. That's never going to happen to anybody else. <laughs> well, well, well. How the tables have turned, Melissa. How the tables have turned indeed. So it did, in fact, happen to somebody else. Mm. <laughs> and I was a witness to it. So, yes. Absolute madness. And then Wait. shortly after that, we... Um had grandma's car taken off her because she wasn't safe to drive yes she did start crashing into things and being going through lights and stuff yes yes that's quite terrific but for ages after she blamed us a lot and she's like you took my car away um yes we did well technically <laughs> she blamed mother mm. uh but it was in fact me that reported her <laughs> Somebody so needed to report you're her. very welcome. Family loyalty and all that. What needs must, because she's too stubborn for her own good and she would never have given it up lightly or nope. willingly. Rather. Still is very stubborn. Mm. Well, that concludes Dementia Adventures and other stories. We hope you've um, found it useful or at the very least a little bit amusing. And uh, you're welcome. Welcome. Anything to add? Uh, only that we're going to have to change the the TTFN thing. We can't say to Taff now because the, there will be no return. It'll have to be Tata. So long and farewell. There you go. That's the one. That's the ticket. Okay then. Well, Tata. So long. Goodbye, friend of Hagrid. <laughs> uh, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye.